I love fantasy football. When I decided to check out these new weekly leagues, I chose FanDuel.com. It's the leader in one-week fantasy football leagues for real money. You can win cash every week, immediate cash payouts, set your new lineup every week, relive the excitement of drafting a whole new team each week. No season-long commitment, no upfront fees. Contest entry fees start at just $1. FanDuel is paying out more than $400 million this year. But you have to play to win, so sign up and draft the team today. Go to FanDuel.com, F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. Use my code, KREN, K-R-E-N-N. The first 50 people that sign up using my code, KREN, today will get their first deposit matched dollar for dollar up to $200. That's up to $200 free. FanDuel.com, where every week is a new season. That's FanDuel.com, F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Sign up today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide, we are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are in studio, they're at Talent Networking. Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Cren. It's Jim Cren No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Thanks so much for listening. Brought to you by the Prime Core Group, a Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. Go to primecoregroup.com. We're at the Talent Network Studios. As always, like to, to mention our entire team, uh, David Settlemeyer, Josh Folio, Frank Mergia, Corey Gale, Wayne Weil. Of course, uh, on Mike, Mike Wysocki, John Evans, uh, Terry Jones. Terry's off today. He's, he's been running around. And we will, he'll be back next week, I promise. And uh, also, Terry gave us all bucket the ice bucket challenge, by the way. My brother-in-law, Justin, gave me one too. So I, I'm going to be late, but I'm going to do it. I'll send $100 in, but the, the, donate. It's a great cause for ALS. Everybody's doing the ice bucket challenge now, man. Did you guys? We all got challenged, by the way. The entire no restrictions team. So I, yeah, I did. Kinda, I did the challenge, did and I just challenge? forgot to tape it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, it. I did it. All right. The minor thing. Yeah, you have to tape it. That's all you need to know. You know I have to tape. There was nobody. There was no. I didn't no read the fine around. print in the challenge. Yeah, Is there no, fine you, print? You <laughs> they said do the challenge. I challenged like eight. Or nine of my friends, bunch of people, mm-hmm. and uh, Terry's challenge, and yeah. So I'm all done with it. Did it? Good job. Great job, Johnny. Uh, nice job, man. I did mine without talking, mostly because I mean it's just getting. I mean it's a good cause, but uh, mm-hmm. just getting tired of hearing about it all the time. I was just hoping nobody would challenge me because I it's not all that. I just don't want to do it. But then I felt like if I didn't do it, I'm going to owe like ninety more dollars. Yes. It's gonna keep, <laughs> so keep I don't going. even say I took it, but I did say anything. I just be. <laughs> Pretending like I'm passed out drunk, and they pour ice, ice over all, you. Girlfriend ice pours water. ice water over my head. That's a daily ritual, isn't and it? then I just act like I, you know, it doesn't affect me. I thought anyway. that I pictured. And then the bucket falls on my head for comic effect. I picture that's stop. how you wake up every morning, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stacy just throws a bunch Need of that. bucket of ice on you. Mm-hmm. Mikey, wake up! All drunk again. They actually have a bunch of videos on YouTube of ice bucket fails, where, where the ice buckets falling on people's heads. <laughs> that's how many people are doing. People this. got hurt, and I know. They can't perform the simple task of dumping a bucket of ice over their head. Imagine calling into work for that. Hurt. You know, can't make it in. Hurt. Ice bucket challenge got me. That was it. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Some interesting news stories uh, this week. We could talk about some uh, strange stuff, some funny stuff. Um, NBC VMA Awards, MTV Music Awards. I'm too yeah. old for those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. and it won't come out of my VCR. As much as I would try to get it to. Uh, yeah, I no, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't. I don't sit down and watch the entire thing. I'm just saying, you know, I like the clips, you know, and look, look at see what's going on with it. But I, I did see that Miley Cyrus again made the headlines, which she that's what she does. She's smart like that. She's right? good at that. She's good at that. And everybody, the usual suspects, all win the awards. Dude's pretty predictable for that thing beyonce blah 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 taylor swift whoever and not mm. Katy perry god she has a nice rack but anyway that's just a sidelight miley cyrus who was dressed conservatively this year compared to last year with the teddy bear and sticking her tongue out thing uh she wins the award in the and she sends a guy up uh home, supposed i guess they, they said he's a homeless guy and he gets up and he reads this 
you know, heartfelt letter about homeless people. And I did not quite understand what she was doing with it. The guy looked, first of all, the guy looked like an Abercrombie and Fish mom. You know, he's like the blonde. That's a red flag right there. Red flag. Second of all, he's wearing a more expensive suit than I have in my closet. I mean, this guy's got the whole deal. So, Mm -hmm. and a spray tan. I don't know how many homeless people get spray tans. Can't be many. I would think being homeless, you would get a nice natural tan. Natural tan. Right? In Los Angeles. You probably wouldn't really have that in, you know, in the budget. Right, yes. you're under right. limited funds, and I don't think spray tans. And I hope, they yeah, you, you you never. What he? I can't ever imagine getting spray tan. He reads this thing, and, and it made Weird. you know. It was, we first of all, we all should help the homeless, right? That's part of life. We're supposed to share, but the way it was set up, though, is just so strange. When he's looking at everybody, and he goes, uh, you know, he goes, "They're the music business is making." Like something seven billion a year, and there's thousands of people outside homeless or something. So it's like that has nothing to do with the movie music business making seven billion a year. And right. You know, you're 22. You got a spray tan, a nice jacket. Get, get out there, right? Part of you thinks a kid like that who's not sick, who didn't seem to be sick, should you? Is that the right guy to speak for this? I can understand if he has like a lot of things going on. But I think it's a good sign. I think it's a sign that Miley is about to go through her Joni Mitchell phase. Yeah, okay. Where she's going to more go into a folk thing. <laughs> yeah, a little more, a little more folk, more socially right? conscious and socially aware. Yes, and and I can't imagine her caring that much. I just pictured her just driving back to his cardboard box after the show, waving bye bye y'all, thank you, thank you. Here's the sandwich. Here's the sandwich. <laughs> But yeah, there there are shelters everywhere too. They you know the, the the guy was saying we're starving out there and all. I'm like, well, there's a lot of shelters. I, a friend of mine works at a shelter and he said a lot of it is drugs are the problem. You know, there's enough shelters and places to eat and everything. But so you wonder hmm. is Miley? Why would you're saying thing? Miley's worth like a hundred billion dollars. You think she'd just say, hey, dude, here you go. Let me hook you up. Let me help you. I'll give you a job. I'm part part of Team Miley. Take care of my tongue. Boy, comb, right. comb Billy Ray's hair every day. Comb Billy Maybe Ray's something. hair. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe something like that. It, it, speaking of homeless, Billy Ray should have read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a hit since Achey Breaky Heart. My daughters cut me out of everything. It's a tough Damn one. hit wonder. What a, but what a talented family when you think about all of that <laughs> talent in one, one. out of one Just, family tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, the she mu- should have a baby and have it be like the next Honey Boo Boo. Yes. Uh, like have all of those and yes. then have a reality show with all three. She would have a honey uh-huh. boo actually, wouldn't she? <laughs> yeah, that'd be fantastic. Maybe the homeless guy could knock her up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe that's why maybe mix- that's why they planted the seed of yes. this homeless uh-huh. guy. Because he planted the she seed. Ended up, yeah, because he planted the seed and now they've Honey Boo Boo too. Genetics honey clash. She got success <laughs> on one side and homeless on the other. She like tweeted like a out. picture of her, her sitting on his lap, and she goes, "This is my favorite dude in the world." Executive so, producer Scott Disick. Yes, from <laughs> yeah. Keeping Up with the Kardashians. From the reality show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not make this guy another two billion dollars? Cool. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It, it, you know that the homeless guy from the, the MTV Music Awards is going to have its own show, right? In a week, it's going to yeah, be well. the blonde. Server homeless dude, and that's going to be the show. Everyone's going to watch it. The reality yeah. shows—they're still pretty popular, aren't they? Oh yeah, more than they're ever. Still, they're still big. I, I thought they would just go away, but you know what? Time. I know. I thought they were just going to go. But away. you know, they're they're individually they run out over time. Like yeah, I just there's always a new. I was one. in Bed Bath and Beyond looking for a shower curtain today, and Don't they tell had me how a honey uh, one. No, they had a uh, <laughs> they had a. A Duck Dynasty shower curtain nice. that was marked down to four ninety nine from twenty dollars. Those wow. wow, yes, it's starting to happen. I mean, these these shows run their course. Those guys mm-hmm. are taking over the world. Yeah, Duck Dynasty. That would be so awesome. They're sh- everywhere. It's like you're showering with them every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be nice. All those beards, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, the hair in a dream. You wouldn't need a loofah. Be a hairy one. You, you wouldn't need a loofah. You just use their beards to like as a as a washcloth. John, write that <laughs> down. Man. Duck uh-huh. Dynasty loofah. Let's send them the idea. We want a percentage of that. That sounds like somebody's bad comedy <laughs> notebook. <laughs> yeah, Duck Dynasty loofah. The Duck st- <laughs> loofah beard. Yeah. One that rinses it off. <laughs> uh, I I love it. I don't know why I love that show. I do watch it. I, I think that's certain reality shows. Mindless is so mindless. Which one? 
Duck Dynasty. Uh, Their Duck uncle Dynasty? Cy is hysterical uh, on there, John. Their characters are really funny. They're frauds. You, yeah, you think, what, do you I think saw, they're? You think they're like these I guys? Saw they, they look like no. They were successful. Like Downton people. Abbey people going. We have to. We have to fake this out. Not yeah. quite. But Get the close. Butt, like. It was close. They were all just uh, regular. They're worth clean-shaven businessmen, and then this is all kind of part of the law. Oh, let's all grow beards and try to look like our well, no, act- down-home folk just for the sake of the show. Well, and they put on a big act. and they're- You never know, Mike. I'd never dispel anything. Yeah, there's a frogs. picture of them like in yeah. polo shirts and, yeah, and, that's and what they used <laughs> to Bermuda look like. shorts. Real, like, like they're at the club? Yeah, at, But at they've taken club. on the identity of right. the everyman and mountain man. Yeah, this is a point of controversy. Down in the swamps and Where's stuff. Where's my they're, wife, they're Buffy? Buffy, you're going to be Thelma for the show. I'm going to grow a big bushy beard. I will. It was a beard contest. I'm going to hide my Stanford degree. Well, the one guy, supposedly the the story is, that I believed, was that <laughs> the, the legend, dad. The legend of Duck the Dynasty. Legend, dad and Uncle Cy started it. They had the duck calls, and he did real well, actually. The son was the only one who went to college, I guess, for business. Gets hold of the business and starts forming it into a real business. They make like $25 million, John, this gig. He turns it into a monster thing. Like they have the best duck call in the world, which I thought I had the best duck call till they came along. Uh, I crushed your which dream. Was, which you don't touch him, ducks. I got disease. <laughs> but they crushed my dream. They had the best duck call in the world. Then the reality show came. So they were millionaires, like right going into this reality show. Like they yeah. had their own private you know, helicopters. Mm-hmm. They got a McMansions, the whole nine yards. But people just people like them, man. It's one of those things yeah. that people just watch. Honey Boo Boo is funny. It's mindless. Stupid stuff. It, yeah, Honey oh Boo Boo is huge. I, I like it. Just makes me laugh. It's so ridiculous. I don't know. It's mindless. But is it going to follow into our awkward teenage years? I don't know how long is this going to go on. Well, that'll be the called this the stripper show. Yeah, yeah. It's knocked up at that's, thirteen. That's going to be. Yeah, that's the name of the show. On M- it'll be on MTV <laughs> by that point. Knocked up at for <laughs> Honey Boo Boo, but the, the, they keep pushing the envelope, trying to find different audiences. And the, what the new show is on VH1. I haven't seen this yet. The naked dating show, it was. They got it. The idea was. I guess it was a hit in somewhere in Europe, and they brought it over here. It's called naked dating. They take two people, the guy and a girl. They put them on an island and they're naked, and they film them to see how everything's going to work out. And and really, the guy has to think of fire trucks the entire typing. That's it, right? That sounds, fire trucks, uh, fire trucks. Mike like, Ditka's face. Sounds like a, they have everything. It sounds like a twelve-year-old went to a pitch meeting and, and they got uh, it and got it and got a show made. That's genius. <laughs> what if um, people were naked and they were dating? You know, it was guys who had a deadline for the pitch meeting. They got high. We're partying. I'm like, we don't got shit. What do we do? I don't know. Make shit up. They go to me. Ah, uh, naked people. That's what it ha- Green light. Ha- that is what happens later. Oh well, naked and afraid is big. Why isn't there a naked, <laughs> naked cooking show? Is next. Write it down. Wow. Why do yeah. we steal Ooh, our grease, shows from the British? We do. Well, the naked. Wait, this is the naked show. Well, we're, they're more they're more liberal over in Europe. You get to see titties on regular TV. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a big thing over there. I, think, I mean, I don't know that much. I think, you're right. places, I think you are. Yeah. Yeah. On your you're weekends a, in London, Mike. Maybe Sweden. I don't know. It's over there somewhere. It's over there somewhere. They're, over there they're somewhere. much more liberal. Yeah. Yeah. Bad teeth, but nice, t- nice titties. Mm-hmm. That's what you were saying. The, but the, uh, they have the naked news and things like on that. The sh- on the show, the naked show, the girl, there was a girl in one of the first few episodes who's naked. Of course, that's the show. She's suing the show because she's saying there's, there's like all this emotional distress and everything because she was naked. Like she didn't know. So I don't know how someone who was on a show called you know, Naked Dating... It could sue the show for being naked. Yeah, when I mean, they send you a contract, and I'm sure it's in there. It's got to be. Well, yeah. <laughs> the title of the show is pretty well it's pretty well much. said. And they show her naked, and, and she's saying that there were times she's bending over, and all, I don't know, all these like sh- scenes she's saying that, that were too much on her. Basically, what happened was she goes on the show thinking, like, you know, a lot of these people do these real shows. I'll do anything to be famous. Does the show. It airs. She goes to work. People are making fun of her. She goes to the shopping. People are pointing at her, going, "That's the lady with the nice tits right there." I saw her on Naked Duck Dynasty. I don't know where, but she is. Yeah, it's so it's so funny that you know she could even do that though. But I'm gonna. I'm, I think I'll, I'll give it a whirl. I guess I'll, I'll watch one or two episodes to see how ridiculous it is. Hmm. Do you think? Do you think that? I mean, now, there's a hot. If there's a hot girl on an island, do you think you could maintain not getting excited? Because imagine you're naked. You can't walk around. 
excited all the time. Uh, they're not allowed to fashion some kind of. Uh, uh, I, I don't think so, John. Skirt at any point. Or any point. Oh, this isn't Gilligan's Island. No, this is this is definitely <laughs> this is Gilligan's Island porn version. They're they're naked. I I I thought they they must fuzz them out. It's VH1, right? They have to do the fuzzy thing. <laughs> Have to. <laughs> so why is the girl complaining? Maybe there's some uncensored version or something out there. Or, but why would she complain? And, about and her if they don't get along, fuzziness? then the guy's like still on the island. He's like, uh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go fuck me a tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> Stop resisting. Stop. Stop resisting. <laughs> I will tase you, tortoise. The directors, yeah. Well, the girl will know instantly if she's if the guy's attracted, right? It's gonna take a second as soon as you walk up. Yeah, that's a lot of a lot of awkward pressure for you with the cameras on and I couldn't people do the, standing around. I and couldn't do the nude thing for any amount, of, any amount of money. Could you do nude, nude stuff? No. You ever go to nude beach? Never. No, no. ever, Mike. Mm-mm. I, I did. I did once. I did once. I was in Jamaica, and there was a, a hedonism. It was half the beach was nude. Half was prude, they call it. So I go on, and I got to tell you, I put a lot of sunblock. I used SPF 80 on my bald head. <laughs> and it's weird because you don't realize, after a while, you don't realize you you're, you have no clothes on. You just get used, you're walking around. You're no cl- you just think, huh, I don't know. I guess it's all right. There, 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 I got to tell you, it was like on HBO, just like I always say. You can't say buy on, like a visor for your dick? <laughs> no, I guess we should like we a strap-on <laughs> visor that just. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm not in Jamaica. You know, it's like you have a visor, no problem. Yeah, that's a good idea, John. We should dick do, visor. Dick visor. Write it down. Shark Tank. Put Shark Tank. All right, we're in nude beach. You didn't sell them on nude beaches for people that didn't realize that you you, you need can a get dick sunburn. Visor. Yeah, <laughs> one, can maybe have a worse. belt that goes around it and to keep things in since you're going to be naked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the, I connected like that. to the dick visor. Weird like part that. was I was uh, when I was there. None of the women. First of all, the women. It looked like the bar scene from Star Wars. The went God bless them. And I'm no, nothing. I'm no. I'm no box of chocolates. But it was like HBO, one of those real sex shows where the girls, the people were just like, "Wow, look at what the hell's going on here." And I harsh dose of reality. Harsh dose of reality. And I remembered. I thought I'm going to go snorkeling. So I walked to get the snorkel stuff. What happens is you absolutely don't realize you're naked because they're all naked. All these fat people around me naked. And I'm walking by and I walk. Past the line, there's a line. Prude Nude Ooh. Beach. I go into the Prude area. I didn't realize what I was doing. Next thing you know, I'm this weird naked guy getting <laughs> snorkel equipment. Till the guy told me when I got the equipment, he said, "Man, you must close cover up." I'm like, "Oh Jesus, I can't believe it." Yeah, went back in. <laughs> wandered, yeah, I know. Wandered into Prude. I wandered into Prude territory. Don't press your dick on the snorkel. <laughs> yeah, no problem, man. Don't do that. I'm not that high yet. <laughs> and, and so you go back. I go back over. I believe this is the last, first and last time I ever did the nude beach thing. It's nothing to write home about. But but so I go in the water and I do snorkeling and I start snorkeling around. And I, I kid you not, I saw some fish with teeth, like piranha or what would be in the ocean, like a not piranha, no a barracuda. That's it. oh yeah yeah. Bar- there were there are barracuda there, and there was a, a barracuda swam right in front of my mask with teeth. Wow. And I am worried because if the Barracuda makes one left turn, he's got Did they give you one of those spears for dinner? Like uh no. like like the six million dollar man had. <laughs> I had to hand over my spear. It like was a no scuba s- like yeah. uh old G.I. Joe's used to have. <laughs> I was like in three feet or four feet of water. And I'm like and I got out and that was the end of it. I was done. I went I got back in that room and I, I went back to the Prude Beach. I was there maybe a total of six hours. The snorkeling did it to me. Snor- I said, what am I doing? I'm circling naked. What a weird story to go home and tell everybody. Oh, well, I was a vacation. Va- yeah, that was great. I got my dick bit off by a barracuda. Other than that, it was fantastic. And it, that's just, well, that, is the, that is the inherent danger of the ocean, is there are creatures in there. Yes. They can bite you, what kill I'm not, you. That's why I'm not, oh, I'm not a huge fan of the ocean. I will never. Yeah. I, I, I don't I, go in too far. I'll go in, but not too far. No. I, 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 I like crazy snorkeling. I can't I see that. They're swimming around out there. Oh when God, I was 11 nuts. years old, <laughs> when I was 11 years old, the biggest fear in my life is that someday I would die 
by the sting of a Portuguese man of war. Really? Ooh, that's a, that's a very exotic dream. I know. That's a cool it's one. I read it in the book. Isn't it, Mike? It's a cool dream. Yeah, it's a good one to have. And I read about it, and I said, oh, wouldn't that be entangled in stinging testicles until you drown? Oof. That's amazing. The worst. Yeah. I mean, most people have this. The other, standard fears of death. Standard fear of death. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Portuguese man, man of war, war. Oh, still is to some extent one of my bigger fears. Really? Now my sh- biggest fear is dying in a plane crash. It must have really sh- threw you when Steve Irwin got Can't trust got killed by the man of war. Yeah, I think he was killed. By the right? only he person was, no, in the killed. world that's ever been killed by a stingray. Stingray. It's a stingray. He's is that the a, only is, case on record? Is a man of war stingray? Ever have is right? irony indeed? Uh-huh. Is it the only? Is that man of war stingray is the same? Right? Is that what it is? Uh, the man of no no those What's are, those are like they're like jelly it's like, it's it's a shell that sits on top of the ocean that floats a man of war and, and yeah and in the inside it there's like some kind of creature and oh. on from the bottom are like these jellyfish like tentacles that hang twenty and thirty feet and float around and they catch fish in them but if a if a swimmer gets near one you can you're dead uh, maybe not. They're very deadly. It's a very deadly state. Wow, man. Yeah. I'm going to have a nightmare on that's this thing. That's a badass name, Portuguese Man of War. It is. That's part of the fear, uh-huh. is they named it well. They right. did. It is really well. It's a really good name. Sometimes a better name. Hammerhead like, Shark's hey, pretty good, how can you be but at not war? quite as good. How can you good. be at war with something you don't know anything about? Uh-huh. Like, hey, we're... Can't we coexist? Great White mm-hmm. is the coolest name, though, right? Great White. You want to be something with Great, right? I am the greatest. I'm more of a Warrant guy. Uh, I'm more of a uh, <laughs> I'm more of a Hanoi Rocks guy. Or... People, people, you know, they swim in the ocean. They go out far. I, I, I go to Florida. Uh, I just watch people swim. They go like 200 yards out. And like, it's That's nothing. crazy. I know. I can't imagine doing that. I can't. Well, they, you know, they don't report like every shark attack because they report the big ones or fatalities. They have to, but a lot of them are people get bit by a shark and they don't really. They try to cover it up as much because think about it, if you did everybody that got bit by a shark in Florida would hurt tourism. So every community down there is different as far as like reporting because they don't want that word to get out because how you know you wouldn't go, you wouldn't have a chance. You would say, "Hey, I'm going to get get bit," and it's the craziest. When they always tell you, "Be calm if the shark comes up, punch it or whatever." Like that's possible. I would be Jerry Lewis in the water, just screaming, "Lady!" I yeah, yeah I don't I don't like it. I'd rather just get my fish at Woolworths. Jerry Lewis should have been in Jaws. He should have been. I <laughs> think we totally agree. We need a bigger boat. No, Bad casting. He should have been. He should have been the ship captain. <laughs> should have been. Yeah, that was bad casting. No, thank you, Scar. Look at my leg. Of the Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, it's still the greatest movie. I uh. We'll change subjects here. So talk about uh, Fifty Cent in the news, Instagram. He's he's putting uh, these Instagram messages to Floyd Mayweather Jr. is taunting him a bit. And it started out apparently Floyd Floyd Mayweather Jr. said something about Fifty Cent in an interview about him not really being relevant or because he was talking about different rappers and he said Nelly, yeah, I think he said Nelly, Fifty and Ti or someone whoever it was. They're not, they're not relevant. I'm still here. I'll be relevant for a long time or some bullshit like that. So these guys were buddies. Remember uh, you talked about that 24-7 show where 50 Cent was on the Segway. I thought it was the funniest thing. So these guys are buddies. He's at all the fights. Was 50 Cent was at every fight almost. You always see him and Justin Bieber and those guys. That was part of, part of Floyd's team. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they get in this beef. For whatever reason, Floyd Mayweather Jr. says this stuff about 50. So Fiddy goes on Instagram, and his rebuttal is he's he's all pissed off about the whole relevance. He's talking about how I have money, I have this and that, and how dare you. And he just goes, Floyd Mayweather. He goes, oh, he did a, like a fake, he did an ice bucket challenge. It looked like it was going to be as a bucket. You know, man. He goes, he's that Floyd. He goes, I'll tell you right now. He said, you read a page of Harry Potter, and I'll pay 750000 to any charity of your choice. And he's it's one page. He's just got to read it unassisted. Read one page of Harry Potter Jr. Now, which is saying he can't read. So what happens is some radio geek, some guy at some station in New York, I believe. I think it was Power 105. It's all over the Internet. They have Floyd on the show a few Mm -hmm. times. 
And one of the times, Floyd was nice enough to do a promo for them. We had to read the promo, and he couldn't get it. He couldn't read it, according to what the, what I heard. I don't know if they, I don't think they doctored the tape, but he just couldn't get through it. He couldn't read at all. He got maybe one or two words. He just felt bad for the guy. The weird thing is the host of the radio show doing that to him. Because this is supposed to be like a butt or a guy who's come on a show. Yeah. He sent uh, things, hats and stuff to him. You know, it's not a friendship, but somewhat of a relationship. So for him to do that, though, isn't that like a dick move on a radio uh, guy's part? Are you talking part? about asking him to read it or, or just replaying it, it? Just replaying it. Say, yeah, hey, yeah, man, yeah. here's something we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, mm-hmm. that is really uh, Isn't it hello? I mean, yeah. un- if you were unknowingly handing him something that you thought he could read, yeah. then it's not. But if it's... You know, now they we have this that. terrible tape, and we're going to play that. That is awful. Oh yeah, they had that. That's was, that was bullshit. And then it, even one of his co-hosts on the radio show says, "Why'd you do that? He sent you a hat or whatever." And you guys said, "I thought he was nice to you and stuff." And the guy goes, "I got to sell tickets too, or something, or whatever." I'm like, "What the fuck are you do?" See, that's the thing. I've been radio a long time. That's what happens. You start believing your press clippings, people. It's like you're, you're in a fucking it's a radio show. That's it. Mm. Has anyone figured you're out why? Doing, why a, just, just have fun, relax. You're a radio guy. It's why it. would a grown man like Floyd May- May- Mayweather hang out with Justin Bieber? Is that weird? I, I it's think really it's really weird. You know, it like is, a, you're a grown man, yeah. and mm-hmm. here's this 19 year old kid, kid who's growing a bad teenage mustache. Uh huh. And punk and, wannabe, skinny yeah. Canadian white boy. I what? think it's all. I think it's all about <laughs> exposure, getting ex- marketing. I think Mayweather's marketing with that move. He wants to get that that section of the next generation or whatever, and and that's all that is. I think. I think his hanging out hanging out with Fifty Cent to some degree was to get credibility into the the rappers and the game there, to, so he can sell tickets and become the guy, the man, the I'm boxer. Glad, I'm glad Marvin out. Hagler never worried about his Q rating. No, I know. That, that's a there's a, yeah, there's <laughs> a different different times, right? Different era. That, that uh, they didn't uh, do that. Well, well, you know, Ali kind of was a great showman. He showed that if you're a showman, you're going to make the money. Mayweather has big money, and that's one of the rebuttals he did. He like his Instagram to uh, uh, Fifty Cent. He, he just sent a picture of like a check of seventy million, another one like thirty some million, whatever it was. It's like something like that. It's like a hundred million. And he goes, I can count or something like that. So just to show, like, fuck you, I don't have to read, basically is what he's saying, I imagine. I don't know what the message was. That they ate a lot of money. And then so 50 that's what, Cent that's comes what, back. That's what Michael Richards should have done, by the way, in that comedy club that one night. What? He should have hit the kid, the heckler with his wallet and been like, hey, let's get online and see how much money I have in the bank. <laughs> that's what happened. That, that would be fun, instead of doing what he did. Yeah, that was a very poor choice. <laughs> he just went right. I, I was it for him. Just dropped. <laughs> done. So he, so he went right back at it with the money, and then, and then all of a sudden the, the Instagram comes back out with 50 Cent saying, I got money, motherfucker. It's just they screaming about it. he has money and stuff. It's just, it's just funny watching these guys go out. I don't know why. It's ridiculous, man. I, I feel bad in a way for Mayweather Jr. That he, he has all the money in the world and some some time. Why not learn to read? Wouldn't that be important a little bit? Uh, you would think. I don't know how you get through life. Not, you would Not think. able to read. I don't know. I guess if you make enough money, you can hire someone to read you. Pointing the stuff on menus. And- I would do that. I think, yeah. <laughs> would, yeah, really. What do you want to do? Learning, think, learning what pizza try. looks like, what yeah. the word pizza looks like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Know what little, you're getting into. I'd only go, I would only go to restaurants. Driving around, where they signs, little, where to go. No, Mike, I'd, only, I'd go to restaurants where they had little pictures of the food. You'd have to menu. go to Denny's, Chili's. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Applebee's. I can go Applebee's. all those places. I want to see the picture. I point right at the picture yeah. right there. Riblets. There's what it looks. There's the picture. Huh? <laughs> or, or, or I would just hire someone to read for me. You have so much money, you get someone to read. Social media would be useless to you. I'd get the guy for the uh, host. The, uh, it, right? who's, who's the guy that hosts the actor studio? James Lipton. Mm-hmm. I'd have James Lipton read the menu to me. Today's special is going to be chicken marinara. <laughs> if you'd like it, sir. Yes. That'd be all right. Some, yeah, get something to redo it. Yeah, it's 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 kind of wild that he did not But hey, he's a boxer. What the hell? He's making he has a hundred million in a bank. I don't expect as far much as he from knows boxers. We as far don't expect as he, them to do too much. You know, as far as he knows, he's a hundred million in a bank because they they probably send him his his invoices, in, in the, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess if it's written in a bright color yeah. red, it's good. As long as blues bash, it, I don't know, it, it, as long <laughs> as know. his accountant's not boning him. Uh, yeah, he's probably all right. He's probably, I guess he'll be all right. Hey, but if you can't read, 
I bet math is not, you know, going to be your it's next your best song. subject. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're not really going to follow up with math, right? It's not going to be your – yeah. Good point. Good point, John. I, I What did he – I guess – did he finish school? I guess he didn't finish school at all. He couldn't have. Yeah, I would guess not. He I mean, might. that's pretty – you know, remember Dexter Manley couldn't read, and he he graduated yeah. from a, a four-year college. He did. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, by the way, I can't read. Oh, God, isn't that amazing? That's terrible. He has a degree, a college yeah. degree. It says a lot about Oklahoma State University. Oh, is that where he went? Oklahoma State? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my God, he had a diploma. He didn't even know it was a diploma. He probably <laughs> thought it was a certificate <laughs> somewhere. He said, oh, that's what it says. <laughs> this is for a free oil change? What is it? <laughs> I had no idea. That's crazy. Yeah, that was a free, free, Can I, I cash this thing? I didn't know. I was on a wall frame. Who knew what that was? Quite a player, though. He was a hell of a Dexter player. Manley. Yeah, Dexter Manley. Yeah, Dexter Yeah, couldn't good. read, but a good player. Redskins glory years. Yep. Oh, man, Redskins are having a hard time now. They're worried about RG3. I was watching this thing. Ever this. since Daniel Snyder's taken over. What is this thing called? Hey, Rookie. It's, it's on the NFL Network. And they had uh, they were showing uh, Andrew Luck, RG3, and Whedon. This is from like la- a year, a couple years ago. A couple ago, years ago, Right? Yeah. Two years, two drafts ago. And they show them from the draft, and then they show through the rookie year. And it's so funny because you're watching these guys and they're showing so much promise and the whole time I'm thinking holy shit Whedon's nuts Whedon, Whedon runs a putt-putt place somewhere somewhere I don't know what the hell he does now you know where is he's, he he's even, Dallas where is, is he? his Dallas is, is he backup. the Dallas backup yeah. now uh, oh my god you used to see in Hey Rookie he's like because he's just got drafted he's, you know he's there like talking to him and he's like he's like, yeah I'm going to be here a long time just honored to be part of the franchise turn it around I'm thinking Jesus you're not in the, you don't even leak <clears throat> barely in the league one year they had him and he gone one year and one and done but anyway rg3 who had that monster rookie year and uh, i thought of him too i thought wow man they're actually chanting for the backup cousins to, to come in and I, I cousins I yeah. cousins is that they're actually yelling for everybody likes the That's backup quarterback never happened before thiesman, no. thiesman said he should be starting uh <laughs> wait he said cousins should be starting yeah unreal i know it's, it's it's I think you know I don't think he's right. I don't know if you watched any of that game, but he, they, they they keep mentioning that he doesn't know how to slide. Well, his knee when he tries to slide, his like knee gets caught in the turf and stuff. And he was he was limping around back there. If mm-hmm. if he's right, he could be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. The but injury he, that he had was huh. gruesome. They they on that Hey Rookie show they showed the injury. Yeah, and he kept playing. It looked bad. Yeah, it and he played through it with a brace and stuff. Yeah, it's look at the guy a break. I mean, he's only been there a couple of years, and one of the years he takes them to the playoffs for like the first time in like twenty something years, right. and then the next year he's hurt and he struggles a little bit. They're, oh, get rid of him! Fuck you! Get out of NFL, there! NFL, not what? for long. It's crazy. All right, right now we're just going to take a quick break. We we'll right back. Do not move. Just quick break for a commercial on Jim Cran. No restrictions. It's Jim Cran for GoDaddy.com. Put your website to work while you play. You know, a website works twenty four seven. So no matter where you are, what you're doing, people can still find you online. Start building your website today at GoDaddy. It starts with a .com domain. Enter promo code 199-CREN, 199-K-R-E-N-N, at checkout to get your .com for just $1.99. Some limitations apply. See the website for details. Go to GoDaddy.com now. Let's say, Mike, you, 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 we're telling me off the air, Louis. It, it's um, a strange uh, viewpoint or funny viewpoint on, on sitcoms. You know, we love our TV. Oh, um, yeah, just kind of the era grew up and watching like sitcoms, and mm-hmm. it was just different then. They would have things that were like kind of fucked up. That uh... now, these are shows that, that made it on the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah funny yeah. existing sitcoms, but they're kind of funny. Like, they, uh, what, did they last a year or two? Or they hit? No, um, some were hits. And a some mix. Didn't. Some of them, are, uh, yeah, actually. They're all pretty well known for the most part. There's okay. a couple obscure ones. There's the uh, um, Drunken Uncle Tom, played by Tom Hanks on on Family Ties. I do remember. Did you see that uh, one? Yeah, remember that? that? Yeah. Tom Hanks played a, de- a deceptive drunk. He yeah, he plays a deceptive <laughs> drunk that encounters uh, Alex late at night. Alex P. Keaton, of course, the uh, the son on the show. 
And then um, they show him drinking vanilla extract and maraschino cherries because he just wants some kind of alcohol. And then he just turns wow. on in this mean drunk, and it's Tom Hanks, and he's probably like real young. I'm not even sure. You're after but if it was after Bosom Buddies, right after Bosom Buddies, like '82, '83, yeah, maybe something to like that. Buddies. And just and it's a funny one to look up. It just shows him going off and acting crazy. But to show someone in you know that much being that sad of an alcoholic. Was it a comedy? Yeah, Family Ties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family, family Ties. ties. Oh, wait, okay. So that's the that's the theme is that they were mostly they were comedies taking but on a they're serious sitcoms. Really? Yeah, and they take on something like yeah, you, you probably wouldn't see today because Separate. they're inappropriate. There's a uh, Sam's missing on different strokes. Do you remember watching that one? Sam, what you talking about? Sam the little redhead oh, kid yeah, yeah, played yeah. by Danny Cooksey. I don't know why I know that. No, why do you know well, that? <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> impressive. Mike Wysocki but can't the, read but knows know. the cast of Different Strokes. Different Strokes. The weirdest thing about them is that out of all the members on the team, the yeah. only one still alive is Todd Bridges <laughs> out of the main characters. That is true. And he had the weirdest drug-hazed story ever, remember? He but just, they had this episode where uh, he's kidnapped. This house thing he had going on. Uh, Sam's kidnapped, and his kidnapper has convinced his gullible wife that he'd found homeless Sam living on the street in a cardboard box. After a week with the new family, Sam is found and finally rescued. But the kid, like, he, he lost. Was abducted for a week. Abducted, because some guy had lost his own son that died, and he wanted to replace him. Do you remember watching I vaguely remember I that don't one. I remember that one. I can't imagine how they get out of that. It was funny. They, they, they end with what you're talking about, and that's it. Do you remember Too Black Close track. for Comfort? Uh, yeah, I know Ted that, yeah. Knight's vehicle I kinda... following the very oh, successful yeah, Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, Roar. he played a cartoonist. Henry Rush, the cartoonist. Yeah. <laughs> but he was kidnapped by two women and forced to have sex with them. So he was basically raped. Was there... But they just kept laughing yeah. on the soundtrack and making jokes about him while he was sitting there all flustered. He's kind of an effeminate guy. But so these, these two, two giant women rape him. With them. Yeah, and then people, I saw that, and people had comments like, oh, I'd bang the, bo- the, I'd bang the bond or something. They squashed me. That's funny. I don't remember wow. that. There's a Punky Brewster reference. There's a weird, another family ties when another uncle comes in and tries to, uh, uh, Mallory, remember, played by Justine Bateman. He embraces okay. her for the oh, hug. Oh, I remember this. But a little too tight for Mallory's liking, and that's when he pats her on the backside, and she's definitely uncomfortable but I'm sure if good old Uncle Arthur didn't do anything wrong. And then the next day, after apologizing for frightening her that way, he pulls her close for an open-mouthed kiss. Wow. And then even more unsettling is that once Mallory clues her parents in on what's going on, they just kind of yell at him and give him a severe talking to and tell him, you know, never to do that That's again. That's how it wrapped up? And that was a sitcom. That's why they're kids like, my age are kind of yeah. messed up scenes. They're like, like this. you can stay. Yeah, those are shows that molded, you know. They're, they're still are they still on those shows on on any rerun place like Nickelodeon, Nick at Night, or one of these probably nine hundred shows. Surprised if reels one of these cable sp- channels not playing those somewhere. I, th- uh-huh. I think there is like one stage plays all those old. Well, I do watch old called. sitcoms. Like TV I have Land very very basic cable, and one thing I was like Me TV, and it just shows like old sitcoms. Me TV. That's what, yeah. Yes, I did. Hear, yeah, that's the one. Mikey to oh, show man. all the old sitcoms. Some of them are better era. than I remembered, and some of them are a lot worse. Just now, when you say you have yes. really really basic cable, are you saying you have an antenna? Connected to it, your television. It actually is an antenna. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is, it is like kind of a basic. But basic yeah, but they're letting cable, a certain. I guess all the local stations have by law have to be like released or signal through the right. air. So you do get the stations in yes. really good. Yeah, yeah. And you just buy the thing for like maybe ten bucks, and then you don't have to pay anything more. Maybe twenty. I forget what it was. But I, I, can't. I think but you I'm get getting, like. I think you, I'm thinking that's what I'm doing for football season. But you get yeah. yeah but you get like. Maybe eight stations, and you get a couple classic movie stations. You get all the basic networks: NBC, PBS. I admire that. It doesn't cost anything. I admire that. Means you're a busy guy. But it means I watch shows like Leave It to Beaver every (laughs) once in a while. I love Leave It to Beaver, which is great. Going back, it got weird in the end when Beaver got real big. Yeah, yeah. And he was like kind of thirteen, fourteen. I thought thought you were going to still act like a kid. The young days are are really. It's a great sitcom. Very well written. It is very good. It's very good. Scared me for a second when you said I thought you were going to go into some like Leave It to Beaver different. Jokes thing where Beaver's like, you know, she dead. Eddie has to grab my ass. <laughs> Said he wouldn't do it again. She, I, I, yeah, I was worried. I did love that. Beaver the Beavers. It's a good show. Yeah, that was a good huh? show. Good show. Love the Welcome Beavers. back, Cotter. Not a good show. It's loved. Pretty, welcome back, Cotter. No, I loved it though. Mr. I, I loved Cotter. it during the day when I was young, and then when you look back you look on back it, the, it's yeah, just it's, huh? not as, it's painful. It's no Barney Miller. It's not like very well written or anything. Gabe Kaplan. 
who was a big time stand up, believe it or not, back then. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. huge in Vegas, biggest like poker player in the world at the time, man. You know, World Series of Poker going now. Yeah, this guy would drop. They say four or five hundred grand on uh, in a night. So he would do. He was doing that sitcom. Was you know way longer than he would have probably did it, but he was making a ton of money. But he spent a lot of it. They said. Big yeah. gambler. It had the okay run for a while and then kind of bottomed Bottom, out. Yeah, it bottomed out with John Travolta. Bonus left. points for anyone who knows the artist that did the theme song for Welcome, Welcome Back. Back. Bonus points. Da, 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 da. Wayne? John Sebastian? John Sebastian. Wow. From the Love and Spoonful. <laughs> you know why yeah. we remember these shows, though? Because, and, and this could be interesting, like years from now, what shows are remember now, because the reason we remember those shows is because when we were kids, there were only a few channels right. or whatever beginnings of cable kind of yeah there's, there's some other yeah, HBO and stuff but but there but if a show was on a station everybody knew it if it right. was a hit you, it was something that we all watched and, you know, whatever and even Happy some of the ones or, that were just on a couple of years do you guys remember the show mm-hmm. called Lucan no. about a teenager that turned into a wolf <laughs> I do kind of remember that now. Lucan <laughs> I've heard yeah. of that yeah I don't was think his I've name ever Luke? seen it no it was I just thought maybe it was Lucan and then, and then Isis <laughs> I don't know if you remember I'm no. the mighty Isis <laughs> I missed that and it was like a prime time show it was a big about time a, for a, year about a well they were capitalizing on the big uh, Egypt thing and, and King Tut was big right so oh, they yeah. had this Egyptian godlike <laughs> um a superhero that was a woman. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Her name was Isis. <laughs> that was the name of the show. The protagonist. I am the mighty Isis. 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 You guys I, don't remember that? I don't remember, remember that one. Uh-uh. The one. My favorite show. This is your favorite show that era. One you couldn't miss. Like you remember watching. I loved Mash, but Mash was addictive at the time. Mash I, was great. I think Mash is was so good that even now, I think an, an audience, it's a got, big cast audience on that, that one. we could discover it now. Even it was just a well written show. It was good, huh? The, the biggest uh, episode. Andy Kindler makes fun of Mash. He goes, he goes, hey, I got, I got some episodes of Mash we can watch. He goes, this is the one where uh, Hawkeye hits on the nurse. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was one of, those, it was one of those ones that were better than the movie. It, certain times, sitcoms. Are movie's pretty movies. good. The movie's pretty good. I thought the TV. I thought Alan Alda was the key guy. You know what I mean? Alan yeah. Alda. You can't see. I could only see Alan Alda's Hawkeye. But yeah. you know. The, the, TV's evolved and gotten better. I, I think it's actually gotten better. People always say the old. I think TV's, wow. Yeah, I do. Well, hey, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. I'll is go right down to Downton Abbey. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's just go down the list. Mad Men. There's some really good television now that, that wasn't around. Sopranos. It, it crushes. I think that era. If you you know go to the better stuff. There's more yeah, channels, so you can, can pick something... up more shit. But there's mostly more good. Right. How is I, that? Uh, how is that? A big Bang Theory. How is that so popular? The American, I mean, that thing is it's funny. I think unwatchable. It's kind of fun. Oh it's no, a it's juggernaut like it. too. It's I know. Like a top I like it. Which, think, which says show. a lot. It big says Bang's a lot. Funny. I think it's got a good for a long time. I think you're just listening to the laugh track. I think you're just listening to the laugh track. No, if they get to the point where the uncle from Family Tie shows up, then I'll know it's time. <laughs> uncle Ned. Uncle Ned. But no, I, I like it. I think it's. I think it's funny. I like that. I like Modern Family's pretty funny. It's not too bad. Two broke girls. I, I, I don't watch. Wa- I don't watch that. I don't watch that one. Modern Family is pretty good. Usually, one shows that are that hyped up that much always tend to like disagree with it. But that one's it is pretty. All right, good. I'm going like, to give. I kind of didn't want to like I'm it. I'm going to give you guys two shows. That's good. I'm going to give you two shows, and everyone listening. All right, I'm going to state my my television reputation on this, and you know how I covet that reputation. Mm-hmm. You always talk uh, about it. I do. And the two shows that I want everybody to watch, if you have that sixth sense of humor, which you do, because you're you're with us, we're all together. It's called there's one's called Legit, a guy named Jim Jeffries, oh, yeah, yeah. who's it's a comedian. Show. He's very funny. Oh, yeah. It's on FXX, okay, or you can get it on Amazon and Netflix. I think we'll have first two seasons, uh, season three starting soon. But FXX and the other is called The League, which is on FXX. If you're a football fan, a fantasy football guy or girl. You will literally. It's a. It's both of those shows to me are just laugh out loud. I think they're 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 amazing. Yeah, really the Jeffrey show is very good. Jim Jeffries is, hey, is you, funny. Have yeah. you seen it though? Oh yeah, Billy and all the. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. brilliant. I think it's like really brilliant. It's got it's it's dark comedy. It's, you know, it's got a strange edge to it. Yeah, but I just think it's brilliant. It's yeah, one I of the funniest things I've seen in years on television. But if it's on FXX, though, I know it's not for everyone, but. I think you'll like it, so I want everyone to, to give it a give it a chance. Let me know what you think. 
There you go. My antenna does not get that station. <laughs> Mikey, but he is an edgy. Mikey's, he's an edgy Aussie. Mikey's he's watching. Pretty funny. Well, well, Mikey's at home watching upstairs, downstairs. Whatever's fucking weird show you get. The Rifleman. Nova <laughs> probably gets Rockford the Rifleman. Mikey's, Mikey's big night <laughs> is when Frontline's on QED. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got it. Love for revisit it. Terrible. You could come it's a over. Terrible show. Yeah, Mike, Love Boat Revisited? What is that? No, on? I mean, just having, I saw it like a long time ago. Uh, I have watched it in 30 if years. I watched to, a couple of them. No, if you ever want to take a break from My Mother, the Car Reruns, you come over to my house, Mikey. Watch legit. <laughs> Tony, you'll love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> All in the family holds up, Or though. Mr. Ed. It really All does. All really early Robert. Roseanne. First couple years of that show. That was good. That was a good show. Yeah, the first two years, I agree with you, Mike. Yeah. Mr. Ed. Remember Mr. Ed? I was a little kid. I, knew, I was in reruns. Saw that still. in the hotel yesterday for a little bit. Mr. How? Ed. I like Mr. Ed. It's funny. How fun. What about it Green Acres? What about Green Acres? Green Acres. That's my dad's all-time favorite TV Mr. show. Mr. Ziffle. <laughs> Mr. Ziffle. Eb. That's How the great... fuck did Eb get by? He was a crop duster who lived in a in a barn somewhere. It just And he got laid every it's a week. mystery. Petticoat Junction. Three hot chicks swimming in the water. That they in Uncle Joe, hi, eating brownies, <laughs> passed out. Yeah, what a weird time, like I said, for television, man. Pitching Mr. Ed. How about that? Let's pitch out a talking fucking horse. And it is good. It is entertaining. <laughs> it's it's, it's funny, just so man. silly that it's funny. But I'm telling you, you know, right now, though, it blows it away. You know, Breaking Bad, The Americans. I, I could go on, on and on with the show. A little more effort put into those shows. A little more production. <laughs> a little more production. Bigger crew. <laughs> Let's switch uh, gears here. Change stuff. Let's talk about some other stuff. Um, uh, there's a a restaurant, and uh, I can't find the name of the damn restaurant, but it's in Japan. Did you see? Did you see this restaurant? It's it's, on, it's they have on, all over the internet. Just type in restaurant in Japan that have macaw monkeys as waiters. Anyway, this restaurant has macaw monkeys as waiters, and they're yeah, like okay. really good. Yeah, how about that? And they're good. I don't want they, they got, near my food. But they're really good waiters. I know, I'm sure they waitresses are. Waitresses, too. Waitress. They got little but waitress outfits on. They bad. got little dresses on them. You think it's waitresses. bad when you get a hair in your food now? <laughs> yeah. You know, you're like... Get a monkey <laughs> thumb. Get a monkey thumb uh, in your sandwich. Right, right. Excuse me, could you uh, take this back? And he screams at you. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, that's how. This, that's exactly how the movie huh? Contagion probably started. I know. <laughs> with monkey it's, waiters. It's yeah. well known where they put their hands. It's one of the first things you think about all the time. You're gonna have them pouring your iced tea for yeah. you. That's why I wouldn't. I I, I tip big. Dipping man. his licking their paw and sticking it in there. I would tip big. I wouldn't want little monkey throwing shit at me as I'm walking out the door. You know? I guess you don't have to tip them. Ten percent. No, you do. You do have to tip them. You have to tip the monkey. Oh yeah, they like the tips. They accept tips. Hmm. Money and soybean seeds. That's it. <laughs> yeah, money for the owner. Soybean seeds. Seeds for them. You can't leave like a banana or a mango. You could. That's, or probably, yeah, that's probably a little bonus. Or mm. just leave whatever you don't eat on a plate, I guess. You could eat some monkeys. Like, but they show them in the video. You should see it, man. They're running around. They're impeccably in, dressed. Really nice dress. Nice dresses, little dresses they have on at waitresses. And they bring your beer to you, John. Boom. Tell me, would be great to have a monkey at home? And they could run and get you beer. Would that be the greatest? Beer, That's the next pet I'm getting. Monkey? A beer getting monkey? I got four dogs and a cat. I'm going to get now. I'm going to get a little monkey. What happens to when, the, when the monkey's uh, resentment of being, you know, wearing uh, tuxedos mm. and then bringing, bringing humans <laughs> food? <laughs> what, at what point does that boil over and then they reach into my voice box and rip a vein out of my neck and kill me? That's, <laughs> that's the best secret. Monkeys like to dress up. <laughs> <laughs> they, they love like, being on roller skates. They love looking dapper. Yeah. <laughs> And they're really good waitresses and waiters. You it's see it's it. their natural habitat. They were born to wait tables. Monkeys? You like also, roller skating? Yeah, everybody likes roller skating. Also, an affront to I restaurants in the area, the local wait staff. On a monkey, and a monkey buddy. can do your job. Yeah, <laughs> kind of insulting. Yeah, <laughs> it is a little rough. When are they going to get monkeys in the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, making your food. Yeah, well, they, they're not cooking yet. That's next. That's next. That's next. They have them like, running around. The, the patrons are laughing in a video. They think it's the funniest thing and. Which it would be kind of funny. Come on, if he had a restaurant here in Pittsburgh that he had, come on, if he had a bar slash restaurant, it didn't look, it looked like more of a barish kind of restaurant. Well, obviously, it wasn't formal because, of course, you wouldn't. You'd have you have to have orangutans if it's formal. Mm-hmm. But the, but these macaw monkeys are running around giving them beers and stuff. And it, I would wouldn't you go to that? I'd go to that in Pittsburgh in a second if I had a little macaw monkey. Is it, is it macaque or macaw? 
Oh, probably is macaque. Is it macaque? Yeah. You're our Joan Emery. I have no idea. <laughs> Animal extra John Evans. Cats. Johnny, any animals, man. We're well, ready. I know what a macaque looks like. Thanks for correcting like, me, man. They're, they're not to be, uh, they're not to be messed with. They're, really? They're, it's a good-sized monkey. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty good-sized monkey. Will you they know? fight you? Uh, if you don't tip, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't tip. <laughs> but, but yeah, the, the macaque monkey, yeah, cause it's, um, because it's not like a little spider monkey. Macaques no. are a little, they yeah. were a little bit bigger you yeah, know, you can train the they're very trainable monkey. Yeah, they're really smart, I guess. Yeah. 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 And, there was a lady that was on Letterman a long time ago that did a, a, an act with two macaques, and uh-huh. uh, and one of them got a little bit like... Actually, yeah, one of them kind of looked like they were going to take on Letterman. <laughs> oh, really? And he got very scared, yeah. <laughs> wow. You know, you're right. They, you, as I watched that video, you're looking back at it, they are a little big in the sense that what if they did go nuts and rip some? See, that's my that'd be my next to the Portuguese man of war. That's my second biggest fear of dying. The monkey's worked over forty hours. Attack. He's yeah, working over forty attack, hours man. in the week, and you right. know they're not paying him overtime, and he's not spending time with the family. You know, yeah. you could lose it at How'd one you, point. You, you're <laughs> overworked like that, not making many tips. <laughs> I'd get your face. The monkey's gonna go ripped, nuts. I'd get your face ripped off. Well, I spilled beer on my waitress which I which think we're all in agreement if we're ta- if we're still on the uh, awesome band names <laughs> yes Macaque Attack Macaque oh, Attack with the that name of, that's going to be the waitstaff what they're called Macaque Attack going to make some cool shirts uh, uh, why so the monkey awesome. bite yeah. you the monkey bit me oh yeah like you should mo- start a band just to have that name <laughs> yeah Macaque they, they, because I, they bit me because I called them Macaque I feel like a big insult <laughs> yeah they don't like that they want to call Macaque yeah, so uh, that's that's. Oh, there was one. There was another weird story around the around the world. Was, oh, uh, the uh, Chinese officials responding to the growing number of terrorists. Now these these are like stories on CNN. So these are like real news. China officials responded to the growing number of terrorist attacks within their country. The government gave the Chinese people like a list of things to do and suggestions to deter uh, terrorist attacks. And one of the things they said was to. I'm serious is to give off a detached, stern look. Officials call that a mental attack for terrorists. If you suspect the terrorists are thinking, you know, coming at you or something, give yeah. them like a look. And they should have pictured guys like looking like, you know, like all angry and like stern, detached, not emotional. You're not bringing them in. You're sending them away. Mm-hmm. But they actually call it a mental attack. Is one of the things mm. to do. This is like the government. When you complain about our government, think of that. All these stories, how crazy their governments are. A mental attack, and mm-hmm. they and they actually hand this out to people. Like this, is what you have to do. You don't have to say anything. Just let them know you don't like what they're up to. Yeah, you're suspicious of. Yeah, mainly in like rural areas too, where they're worried about these terrorists and stuff. So, so good to have a pitchfork and a stern look. Two things. My all terrorists. Yeah, it's just a bizarre, the bizarre time we live. You know, I guess they don't know how to respond. Maybe who knows where you get the stern look thing, right? But it's, it's kind of weird. Can, so you can thwart a terrorist attack that, by giving someone the stink eye. You give them the stink. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's the stink eye. Exactly. It's in their head. Maybe I won't do this. Maybe I won't do this, or, or just I'll back down because that Chinese guy looks really fucking pissed. Thank you very much. <laughs> Don't mock me. <laughs> I would not fuck with you. Don't fuck with me. Stand at the Tash Rook. You know, it'd be an awesome wrestling match. Would be a terrorist versus a, like a, like a really ripped terrorist versus a really ripped TSA agent. Yeah, and they just go the at Iron like Sheik, a, something like that, like that. You know, good versus <laughs> evil. I love the Iron Sheik. In, in the final story uh, is the couple. In New York, that were married three years. They're having a divorce, unfortunately. But in the settlement, she wants a mold of the husband's penis, the ex-husband's penis, a mold made. And that's just a... He's already dead? No, no, no. They're alive. They're just oh, divorcing. Okay. They're divorcing. She wants a mold. Oh, she wants that in the settlement. Yeah. As part of the settlement. She's, she's you know, I want the half the house, the beach house, whatever they come up with. And, and also, yeah, by the way, I want a mold of your penis kind of thing. She's, she's giving it to her. <laughs> he's going to give it to her. But this is the strangest thing I, you know, I've ever heard in the settlement. <laughs> it's going right? to give it in more ways uh, than uh, one. Yes. Well, what do you do? Would you have it like it's going to make something? A mold usually means you're going to make something with it. She's going to make penis cookies? No, it's, it's... No, no, like no, he, he, puts he, his, he gets a mold made so it's like... Of his penis. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then... It's like a penis statue. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like you know? She it's an statue. She oh, put on okay. a mantle next to her, you know, other little Russian eggs or whatever she collects. 
<laughs> do a Russian egg penis. Open up a little one in it. Or do you want an offspring? That's what I've heard breakfast. Finding a little yeah, egg baby penis at the end. <laughs> just keep opening at the penis and go, oh my God, open another one. It's cute. So laugh. And eat the little. Anyway, <laughs> just said that to amuse myself. <laughs> That's just, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's just giving you're getting, okay I have nightmares after the show because of two things one the uh, attack from the big Portuguese man, Portuguese man of war man of war which I can't even say mm-hmm. it but I know what it is I pictured it fish. I pictured it and it scared me and it also also the uncle from different strokes yeah. scares me mm-hmm. <laughs> two things that I'll be you know having nightmares always giving uncles a bad name TV shows yeah, well, that, those shows. Yeah, which uh, you know, Mikey, I, I'm telling you, invite my house anytime you want to watch something more than a rerun of Doctor Who or whatever. Something you made post two thousand. Any, like yeah, if you want to watch, get off the Gilligan's Island for a week, come over to the house and we'll watch some okay. TV. All right, all some right. Television, you got to get up on. to date. Yeah, you're always welcome, Johnny. You have the cable stuff. You have cable. Right? Nope. You have no cable? No. <laughs> I don't even have the... I don't even have you the... Have a uh, phone? Not I have even a phone, the yeah. yeah. I, can watch, I can watch stuff on the internet. What, do you do, uh, Shadow Puppets? I'd be no, kidding I go me. to w, I go to NBC.com and watch The Office, or I go okay, to we'll see you the watch internet. Breaking right. Bad on uh, Netflix. Yeah, that's the... Yeah. I see the shows. I just don't have them just in a first-run situation. No, no, Netflix is... You know me. I'm a Netflix addict. I love it. Good stuff. Nuts about net nuts over Netflix. Nuts <laughs> over Netflix. <laughs> the Office is a great show too. Oh my god, it's love so that. fucking funny. I love that show. Uh, well, hey, appreciate everybody downloading, listening to the show, and streaming. And uh, we, had a, we had a great time. And uh, watch out for those reruns. And we'll see you soon. Any, any shows you guys want to plug? Anything coming up? Off the top of your heads? Anything? Uh, this will air. Happening? Yeah, this will air before I can say I'm at the improv this week. Mm. So I'm at the improv this week. John was at the improv last week. Killed. I was on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. <laughs> Me and Kevin Nealon. Nice. Wait, it airs this week, right? Yeah. You're in. It's oh, I'm air. in. Yeah, Johnny, come see me with John the improv. Evans at the improv this weekend. This airs Thursday. So tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, Johnny with Kevin Nealon. Is he all the whole weekend? Yep. Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Uh, I think I might be headlining Thursday. So if you're listening to this oh, on a Thursday. An evening with John Evans tonight. Before you're like, he was 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock at the Improv in Homestead. Go out. At, you know the Improv? I, I, they actually have really good food. Have dinner at the Improv. Watch John an evening with John Evans. I'll be I'll just show up in a smoking jacket and <laughs> yes. one of those cigar a big holder. cigar. <laughs> yeah. C- cigarette holder. Uh-huh. And just an evening with John Evans. Three hours. Yes. Right? Like yeah. It's a three-hour concert. You have your drink on the stool. Uh-huh. Thrills and Ash- chills. Ashtray. Yes. I make friends. He ends mm-hmm. it with the same song, Jerry. He ends his show. I've seen it 16 times. I've seen Johnny's show. The three Dresses up for it. He ends his show with Jerry Lewis's Walk On from the Telethon. Walk on. Walk on. I either do that or do I close like Rickles does with the Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yes. Right. <laughs> and, and, and that whole heartfelt, you know. Stopper. If I may have insulted you, I didn't mean that. I love you. I love you dearly. I love all of you. Y'all people, we're all human beings. And I'll kiss everyone. Yeah, that's, yeah, so Johnny's at the improv tonight, man. This is awesome. Yeah, this whole weekend. Get the plug it. I get the mm-hmm. in Kevin Nealon, man. That's going to yeah. be a great, great weekend at the Improv. So I'll be. I'm going to come out, Johnny. And to all our Buffalo listeners, yes, I'll be at. Go ahead. <laughs> you in Buffalo? A helium at, in well, Buffalo the very next week. We're nationwide. Is that a good yeah. club? It is a good club. Very good club. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. If you yeah, and that's a six hour show at Buffalo, right? Yeah, six hours. Because there's tumblers, and right. uh, I have a, I come in on horseback. <laughs> Not unlike Yakov Smirnov's closing number. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever borrow, borrowed a little from it because bars yeah. don't close a little till bit. four. <laughs> oh so wow, it's a little late. Yeah, I think it's four a.m. Pretty sure. But anyway, <laughs> dedicate your closing song to the ladies. <laughs> well, by the end of his show, his shirts off. My I mean, darling, I <laughs> can't get enough of your love. Yeah, <laughs> I was at the. Yeah, I was at the, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't. I, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She should almost do I that. was at the show where Johnny uh, <laughs> Johnny ended with great. a Marvin Gaye medley. Got to, yeah, just got one to night it where nobody cares. You don't give a fuck. Just end this show. Yeah, just do it. 
Maestro. Maestro. And do it seriously. No. <laughs> Completely seriously. You can't smile the whole time you're doing it. That would yeah. be so funny. Oh, that would be so You do Just sexual one. healing. Just, Just do sexual healing. Yeah, yeah. that would be the end <laughs> of the show. Shirt off, out. sexual healing, walk off, drop Cut the, the mic. shirt into the crowd. Huh? Drop you the go. mic. You should do- Wipe your sweat off first. Yep. A little showmanship. Yeah. A little showmanship. That's mm. right. Greatest showmanship ever. Wayne Newton. Greatest. Saw him four times because I I can't get enough of Wayne. In Vegas, did the same thing each time, and I love it. He goes to the crowd, he goes, it, like he knows this guy's name, right? He, knows, he goes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Bob here. Bob, the floor manager. There's a floor manager. He goes, lock the doors, Bob. I found my crowd. I'm going to sing all night. <laughs> uh, that's, that Isn't that is awesome? great. Isn't that great? That's classic. My other favorite uh-huh. line does every show. I love it. It we, works every single time. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. never People not going yes. crazy because they're, they're caught up in it. These, uh, little, these little ladies are just trying to pull their depends off the throwing them. And, and, and my other one, favorite one he does in, in every show, it looks like he goes, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say something from my heart. I don't know what time it is, and I don't really care, but I will tell you, this is one of the greatest times I've ever had on stage uh. right here with you. And then boom. Uh, another huh? applause break. Man, yeah. yeah. I stood for that. I stood for that one. But that's, yeah. I know we're having a good time here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear it for the troops while they're uh, <laughs> He did do that. <laughs> he did do the troop. Yeah. Come he on. did a troop one. Oh, did he? He did. Yes, he oh, did. God, man. how many times is he going to go to the well for an then applause he had, break? Oh, it killed. I, yeah, he had yeah. 90 of them. These poor old people didn't do that much aerobics in 20 years. I think three people have heart attacks or 90 getting up and down. The one time, he went in the back where people, the, 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 they have a wheelchair section in the back. He brings the microphone. And he goes, you know, like, like he can't have his ahead of time. Bob, Bob, after the one to lock the doors. He goes, Bob, can I get the cordless mic, please? Boom, switch out. He's in the back, Todd. He's with the wheelchair section. Oh, huh? man. Hey, he's on your emotions. You have to lady. love him. You're beautiful. Yes. And he's he, singing. He leaves the, you no choice. Sing, he leaves me no choice but to hug him. How about the hungry children? I kissed him. Let's give it. Every, yeah. Give it up we, for the hungry kids. He does the thing where he kisses the, you know, all the women and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. He does the old, you know, start thought, name dropping every other way. I love the name drop. The name dropping is the greatest, man. With her Wayne. <laughs> Wayne. That's the key. Drum. you got to start name dropping. Because Wayne's like, you know, you know, I just I remember uh, uh, my friend, uh, I remember Elvis, my friend Elvis, and I had blah, blah, blah. You do stuff like that. That's that's big. It was cool. If you ever get a chance to see him, man, you, that's, it's the ultimate show. Those that era, those guys, man. I know it's schmaltzy and stuff, but it was just such a fucking great showmanship or something about those guys. It's just it was so schmaltzy, but yet just became cool in a weird way. That that Wayne Newton. I, the only one I'd see, yeah, I'd see Tom Jones. I'd go see Tom. So, Jones. To, I Tom saw Tom Jones, in yeah. Vegas a few times. I, yeah, we got married in Vegas. I'd, I'd make my wife go all the time because it was easy to get her. I knew get married in Vegas would get me back to Vegas to gamble. And I'd say, yeah. Hey, what's we got married? Okay, and boom, we go out there. So I, I saw <laughs> I saw Tom like like same thing three or four times. Excellent show. Great voice, by the way. Yeah, great voice, by the way. Imagine how many t- this guy, that guy got laid a lot. Oh yeah, there was a there was a comedian, the nicest guy in the world. Uh, David Heenan, he's still he's a great comedian. Uh, a little, old, little, little older, I mean, not much, but you know, D- David was a, a really established and did the, the casino kind of thing. And I mean, he's, he's a brilliant comedian; he can do anything. But he just, you know, chose to do it. Pays great. And uh, I was in Atlantic City at uh, Comedy Stop at the Trops. So there's Bob Kephart, one of the nicest guys I ever met. Helped me out a lot when I was starting out. I was a kid, and uh, did the Tropicana. D- Dave was with me and. Dave knew everybody on the strip, and he had been doing comedy a long time at that point. He knew everybody, you know, like, and it was so much fun. And I'd make sure to work with him every chance I could. I'm like 23 years old, 24, just you know, getting into the road and stuff. And and like I said, Bob gave me a break, Bob Kephart, and so one is a great club, and it's in the casino, so it's kind of cool. So Dave would say, "Hey, let's go to let's go." Uh, somebody, Tom Jones, opening act. He knew like every comedian who was opening for these big. Stars that those in those days think about this. And this is in the eighties, so it's eighty. So the casinos are big. So he's let's go down to see Tom's uh, crew, and then and I'm like, all these people are doing Tom's like uh, Tom's opening act, and all these people, and they're just talking about all things. It's like, hey Joey, did you did you did you get help get Tom get laid? Did you get Tom laid? Like, yeah, I did, of course. Like, you know, apparently, like any woman like pointed out, like these guys had to get. The, the girl for Tom. He could have his choice. Yeah, yeah, it's Tom Jones, man. But uh, in the, the all the comics that you know opened for him, I mean, they, they'd pay it. 
these guys like Tom, they make a ton opening for these guys. These guys are mm-hmm. generous to these guys. And it, the funny thing was, it's like Engelbert Humperdinck and all these guys. But but Dave, like I think it was, I can't remember who we were. It's like Engelbert, one of these shows. Dave would take him to every show. So we only did one show, 20 minutes each. Mm-hmm. The set was an hour show each night. So you had a whole day and night, you know, in, in, at that time. Except Saturday and Sunday, we did you know, multiples. But but we'd got, we were like, I remember one time, we, he knew Frank Sancho Jr. We hang out for like a three, four hours one night for a drink with Frank Jr. And the other one was, uh, is one of these big stars, Engelbert. But one of the things in that in that era, uh, and it's probably I don't know if it still is in the casinos. If you were working on the that area in the Strip, Boardwalk, and I'm sure in Vegas in the Strip, the old timers did anyway. It was a class, it was an it was a etiquette thing. They had to, they get introduce you if you're an entertainer in the crowd. So here I'm, I'm totally on. I'm, I'm 24. I'm a kid, but but the you know Engelbert. We'll see this. We have a comedians who work in the shop, ladies and gentlemen, David Heenan and Jim Crane. I can get up to wave and shit. It's like. Wow, <laughs> it's just funny. I know it's just it's different time, man. Showbiz. It was showbiz. showbiz. It was real. Yeah, it was old time showbiz. Playing Vegas. I love that stuff, man. That was so much fun. That would be so fun. much fun. You know, I imagine it's still somewhat like that. Although that era, man, they're all really old now, huh? Mm-hmm. That whole crew. Picture gangsters in the crowd, yes. in the audience. People, yeah, everyone's smoking. Yeah, it was a, it was a different era before the corporations. Uh, different, different everything. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Johnny. It's going to be a great show, The Improv, an yeah. evening with John Evans. Thanks so much for downloading, everyone. Appreciate it. Jim Crane, No Restrictions, on the Sideshow Network. Hey everybody, it's Jim Cran of Jim Cran No Restrictions. I just wanted to take the time out to thank you for listening to the show. I thank you for your loyalty. It means the world to me. I thank you for subscribing. We have a little over 100,000 subscribers now, every week listening to the show. Go to SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or JimCran.com and subscribe today. I really appreciate it, and thanks again. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and 3 comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.